Hello and welcome to Joyful Heart, a podcast for Christian women who are trying to balance a relationship with God, school, work, and other things that we deal with on an everyday basis. On this podcast, topics such as faith and lifestyle will be covered and discussed. And with that, let's get into this week's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Joyful Heart. Today, we're going to be talking about the flesh and the spirit in the context of the Bible and of Christianity. Now, when I say the flesh, I'm not necessarily talking about bodily flesh, but more so in a spiritual context. For example, we can see this being talked about in Galatians 5, 16 through 18. But I say, walk by the spirit and you will not carry out the desire of the flesh. For the desire of the flesh is against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. For these are in opposition to one another, in order to keep you from doing whatever you want. But if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. So the flesh and the spirit, you can think about it as two opposing forces or enemies. The flesh is opposed to the spirit and the word of God. It is the corruptness and fallen human nature that is within all of us. You know, it is the thing that pushes you to lust, lie, and disobey God. The flesh will tempt you to pick up your phone before you pick up your Bible. It will tell you to complain and be overly negative to others. The flesh is our old, unbelieving self. The flesh is what we are told to deny every single day. Now, on the other hand, the spirit calls you to listen and obey Jesus. The Spirit agrees with God and submits to Him. It calls us to be free in the name of Jesus while the flesh wants to hold us back in the bondage of sin, becoming a slave to sin in that sort of sense. Now, let's go ahead and look at some verses that compare the actions of the flesh versus actions of the Spirit. Starting with Galatians 5, 19-21. Now, the deeds of the flesh are evident which are sexual immorality, impurity, indecent behavior, idolatry, witchcraft, hostilities, strife, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions, envy, drunkenness, carousing, and things like these, of which I forewarn you, just as I have forewarned you, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Now let's look at some things of the Spirit. In Galatians 5:22 through 24. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. Now those who belong to Christ Jesus crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. The Spirit are the actions and behaviors that may not come as natural to us. For example, Every single person struggles with self-control in some form, whether it be with social media, food, drinking, literally whatever you can think of. There's a person who deals with self-control for this reason. As previously stated, the fight of flesh versus spirit is a daily battle. Fighting the flesh one day will not carry us throughout the week, which is why we are told to rely on scripture as our daily bread. You know, it's not just so you can read some words, it's so you can read about wisdom and advice for how to get through a spiritual battle to fight the flesh, because these are not easy things to do 
and definitely not things that we as humans can do all on our own. In the same way that Jesus told us to take up our crosses and follow him daily, not once a week, not during church, not once a month or every few times a year. It's a daily battle. Each day we are blessed with is a new opportunity to either choose the flesh or choose the spirit. Because you cannot sit in the middle. You cannot sit on the fence and say, oh, maybe I'll do a little bit of this, a little bit of that. It's either you give it all to Jesus or you give it all to the world. Luke 9, 23 through 24. And he was saying to them all, if anyone wants to come after me, he must deny himself. Take up his cross daily and follow me. For whoever wants to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake, this is the one who will save it. Now, to deny yourself means to say no to your own desires, your own wants, and your own wishes, and say yes to God and all that he desires. Typically, we immediately do what we want and prioritize our own needs and wants. Instead, we are to push these aside and accept the will of God and accept the timing of God. You know, I saw TikTok and it was talking about how a lot of the times when God gives us a no or he redirects us, we still try to weasel our way to get what we want. You know, we'll recognize that God has said no to something, but we keep praying for it. We keep trying to get what we want. You know, it's the not willing to accept the fact that sometimes God will not give you everything that you want, but it's because he has something that is much better in store. Or he recognizes, yes, you're asking for a good thing, but you're asking what selfish or sinful desires in mind and sinful intentions. To fight the flesh is also to deny it. You know, some examples, again, I got some of these from TikTok and just my own thoughts, but sitting in silence. I would say a few months ago, I wanted to or maybe honestly, it was like a year ago. I can't even remember at this point. But at some point, I decided to try a new thing where I would try to sit in silence for 10 to 15 minutes after prayer each day. And let me tell you, this was one of the most difficult things to do because of my flesh. Like our flesh wants to be stimulated. We need video games. We need social media. We need our phones. We need the TV. Like that's why... So many of us nowadays multitask, like we'll be on our phone while watching TV or we'll be on some device while listening to music. Like we are just constantly needing some type of stimulation. And so to have to sit in silence with nothing but my thoughts was so difficult. Like I honestly felt like a little kid because it was just so hard and it was only 10 minutes. Like that's it, just 10 minutes. And usually like it takes me 10 minutes to fall asleep. So it wasn't anything really out of the ordinary, but it just showed me how much our flesh craves stimulation and just this need to always be doing something. So to fight the flesh by staying still was a true, true battle for me, honestly. Like that was so difficult. Some other examples, staying off your phone and social media, cutting out certain TV shows, movies, and music. And this is one that I have struggled with for so long because I like certain music, but you just begin to see the connections between certain music and certain thoughts that you have and certain actions and behaviors. Removing yourself from dangerous or worldly environments. Not complaining or saying negative and mean things. Thankfully, we can use the fruits of the spirit to fight the flesh. Some things we can do to sustain the spirit, you know, 
Again, using the fruits of the spirit, having peace, choosing joy. We can choose to put the needs and wants of others before our own. We can prioritize time with God and Bible time. Show up in prayer daily. Some days it may feel like you're just straight up venting, but whatever you have to say, speak that to God. Choose a time to be consistent in prayer every single day if you're able to do so. Give God time to respond. You know, like I talked about in one of my previous episodes about monologue and dialogue, you know, a lot of the times our prayer life can be a monologue. We are just speaking and speaking. And then when we're done, we step away. Instead, prayer should be more like a dialogue. You speak and then you give God the time to respond to you. Acknowledge God in all ways. Choose peace over revenge. Choose self-control over indulgence. Focus on fighting the flesh one way at a time. It is not going to be easy. And it might even be painful because we are literally shedding and letting go of our old ways. Many that could be are kind of comfort actions or activities, things that make us feel comfortable. You may lose friends and become distant from people you're close with, but I can assure you it is so much better to have fewer friends if they are more focused on following God. You know, it's really important to surround yourself with the right people because the wrong people will lead you down the wrong path. As it states in the Bible, the road to Jesus is narrow. It is not broad. It is not wide. It is not meant for huge groups. Sometimes it is a lonely battle. There's something that I heard of before, and the reason why the flesh pushes you to sin is because when you enter the afterlife, your flesh won't be there. You know, it's kind of like a friend who was a bad influence. They're telling you to do all these things, but if you get in trouble, with your parents, your friend doesn't get in trouble. So why would they worry about your consequences if they're not going to suffer through it with you? Which is why we have to fight the flesh because after this world passes and we are in heaven, you know, the afterlife, all of these things will not matter. You know, we will just be our true selves with our spirits. You know, the flesh will not affect us anymore. Sin is 100% in a way slavery. You know, for so long, I've struggled with certain sins and had thoughts like, I don't think I could ever live without this sin, so why try? But this is so wrong. And we can see this in 1 Corinthians 15, 57. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. You know, something to think of if God can create the world and the galaxies, if he can hang the stars in the skies, if he can part the sea and light the way, why would he not be able to help you fight the flesh every single day? If he can part the Red Sea, he can help you through whatever you are dealing. And again, it's a daily battle to fight the flesh and sustain the spirit. It is not a one and done battle. You know, this is something we constantly have to work towards. We have to be motivated. We have to be persistent and consistent. And we have to rely upon Jesus to provide us with the strength because it's not easy. But it is worth it. And it is something that we all should strive to do. You know, something I have been trying is to not complain. And I didn't realize how much I complained until I tried to not complain all day. Like it is crazy how comfortable sometimes we do get in the flesh and in our sinful ways. But it's always good to reflect and, you know, think, what is something that I can work on? And if you truly can't think of anything, ask God. And I can assure you, he will reveal whatever you need 
to know. So I hope this was helpful. I hope this was enjoyable. I hope it sparks new conversations between you and the Lord and new ways to reflect on your behavior and like your presence and fighting the flesh and learning to sustain the spirit, the fruits of the spirit, to be an imitator of Jesus in every single way. And I know this goes up before Christmas, so I just want to wish you all a Merry Christmas and happy holidays. If you like this episode and want to share it on Instagram, be sure to tag me at Joyful Heart. If you like this podcast, it would mean a lot to share it with a friend or leave a review on Apple Podcasts, or you can rate the podcast on Spotify as it really does help in the long run. I will also have the show notes in the description to link all of the Bible verses that I mentioned and the prior episode that I mentioned. I hope you all have a great rest of your day and a very blessed week. Well, that concludes this week's episode of Joyful Heart. Feel free to reach out with prayer requests, praise reports, requests for topics or general questions on either Instagram or the Facebook group. These can be sent to Joyful Heart. That's J-O-Y-F-U-L-L-H-E-A-R-T-T on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, and at joyfulheart.com for blog posts. I hope you all have a blessed day and I'll catch you next week. Bye!